The reproduction of this content is not allowed without the express written consent of EBH Fitness LLC. to our week four Wednesday walkthrough show with your host here, Steve Howard, and my co-host, Kenny Davis. We're going to get you guys ready for the action coming up here in week four. And, man, it's going to be a doozy. It's going to be a doozy. Oh, yeah. We're going to be, um, you know, there's a, a lot of game A, game of the week, game uh, 1A, 1B, 1C, Definitely. game of the week. So there's a lot of top-notch uh, competition coming out this week, and we're looking forward to uh, – Giving you our prediction, doing some little rundowns of some key stats out there, and the, the leaders three weeks in. Yes, sir. So let's 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 look at the top ten. Let's let's sure. kick it off with the top ten. Um, right. For the most part, our top ten stayed the same, except for one exception. One exception. East Lake kicked themselves into the top ten. Oh, I tell you what, they, uh, they had a heck, of a heck of a game this past week, and they demonstrated by beating El Dorado that Definitely. they deserve. Uh, to crawl into the top ten, and so um, it's it certainly uh, congratulations over there to the Falcons. Eastlake kicked themselves in the top ten, and somebody had to drop out, and that was America's. Yeah, and that's um, I mean it, tough, 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 a tough uh, loss, uh, triple overtime, and uh, but you know what? Every week you have to prove you get to definitely, stay. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's getting down to uh, 6A had already started. The, the Crucible yeah. has already started there, but yeah. it's about to start for everybody else. District play is going to start, and those games going to get tight. Oh, yeah. They're going to oh, get yeah. tight. So let, let's look at um, talking about the top 10. We're going to look at their schedule and matchups. So let's, let's start at the, the top. Uh, let's start at the bottom at 10 okay. and work our way and up. And work our way that? up. Yeah. So uh, coming in at number 10, we got Austin. No, I'm sorry, Hanks. <laughs> Hanks playing Austin. So 7 p.m. game. I mean, what, what, what are your thoughts on that? I'll tell you what, with, uh, with Austin, you know what you're going to get. It is going to be ground and pound, three yards in a cloud of dust, a tough football game. Now, this is kind of a, uh, one of those games where uh, when you prepare for it, I mean, you're only going to see this offense maybe you know once, maybe twice a year, and you come out of that game really, really beat up and sore because it is a physical, physical football game. And so from the uh, Austin perspective, they are certainly going to come ready to run the rock and, and, uh, and ground and pound. Well, I tell you what, man, Hanks at 3-0, and I, I think one of the biggest big surprises here in the city, um, my choice for this game, I'm going with Hanks. I'm, I'm going to I'm go with our top ten, Hanks over Austin. I think Austin, unfortunately, is going to drop the 0-4 and just going to, as they get ready to get the district play, it's gonna be, it's gonna be, uh, it's gonna be a tough one to come out of. But. So we're gonna we're gonna keep scores on these because we're gonna have to start writing them down, <laughs> put a little tote board that we'll, we'll put behind we're gonna, us. We're so gonna have it scrolling see. across the bottom. Yeah, scrolling across, yeah. so you can see whose predictions. Yeah. Uh, this is my upset of the week. I know what uh, Austin always looks like. Uh, Hanks has been throwing the ball a lot, yeah, uh, but this have. Austin team. Uh, is is a physical football team historically has always had top notch kids over there, and uh, I'm gonna throw a name out there. I don't know when they're gonna put him up on 
on varsity. His name is Sal, young Sal. This young fella in the track is running 11-3. He's a freshman, 11-3. That's going to win that district in track and field. I don't know how long Coach Pichardo can keep that kid down in freshman football, you know, just breaking runs up and down the field. It's time to see that guy at the varsity level. Well, you mentioned throwing the ball, I mean, to the tune of 264 yards a game. Yeah, and they, they light it up and they bombs away. Yeah, they throw it out there. And so uh, Marcus Porres and uh, Mr. Blanco, they're going to do their thing. Uh, it's just um, we see that uh, teams like this, the Austins, the Clints, is always tough for teams. Yeah, yeah definitely. So just so we're clear here, you're picking Austin. I'm picking Austin okay. in the upset. Gotcha. So let's go down. Next game we're looking at. Alamogordo versus Riverside. All right. Alamogordo historically has been a very, very tough football team coming out of New Mexico, per, perennial playoff team. Uh, and that is, uh, that is definitely going to be a tough game for Riverside. They're going to have their hands full. Uh, Sanchez brothers over there doing their thing, uh, you know, uh, up there in Alamogordo. And so – uh, we are really, really interested in this game. I think uh, it's going to be a tight ball game, I believe. Um, I know that um, Sanchez uh, is uh, you know, going to be a great defender. He's got that defense ready out there. Uh, and so I look for them to uh, make it tough on Riverside. Uh, it's going to be a tough ball game. I, I like Amagordo by at least two touchdowns. I agree with you. I agree with you. Um, that's going to be a tough game for Riverside. And it'll be, but you know what, though? That's why you play the games, right? Yeah, that's, that's why, why you, you line it up and but, on any given Friday night and, uh, you know, in the Crucible. So. Yes, definitely. Next game, we got Coronado versus Eastlake. I'm going Eastlake. <laughs> I'm just going to call it now. It's tough because, it, 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 you know, I'm, I'm kind of stuck because I don't know the injury report yet. Um, I don't know the injury report yet, but if Owen is playing, uh, it is going to be a tough, uh, a tougher ball game. I've seen both defenses, uh, seen both offenses this year. Uh, Eastlake has a little bit more firepower without Owen on the field, and so if Owen's on the field, it kind of balances out the scale. I'm going to go Eastlake. Uh, I'm going to go Eastlake with that one as well. Definitely, I think um, Low Malley's going to have a big game. Yeah. Loma Lee. Loma Lee. Yeah. yeah Loma Lee. Y'all, I'm, I'm sorry. I am. So, I, <laughs> Everybody be messing I'm from the up south. your name, man. <laughs> I'm from the south, so I apologize. Loma Lee. So, Loma Lee. Uh, Luke is going to be great. I mean, he's going to do great. I, I think uh, he, uh, he he's quick, he's fast, he gets rid of the ball. And so, uh, I certainly, I like East Lake in that one. Definitely. Next game, Parkland versus Chapman. Ding, Ooh. ding, 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 ring the bell, all right? Northeast uh, getting North ready. Northeast get getting heated. ready. This is it. Uh, the winner of this thing is going to walk away with the, with the uh, trophy for I-54. And so um, we certainly know that, um, again, uh, with Andrews being a, uh, in a developmental stage, I'll say that, in a developmental stage, uh, the winner of this game is going to walk away with you know, the trophy for uh, the I-54 trophy. And so uh, it's a tough one. Um, we're going to find out about Parkland for sure. Uh, I know uh, Chapin's got a lot. Uh, um, they've got a, they just got a lot 
Um, so they got some weapons over there. A lot of weapons. Uh, Brent Holman Jr. is going to do his thing. Savion's going to do his thing. Davion's going to do his thing. The running backs. Uh, see, I just carry Wade. Carry Wade. Wade Jr., yeah. yeah, he's going to do his thing. Um, uh, in this one, I do like uh, a closer game. Um, I think that it is going to be a chafing game by seven. Woo. I'm going with Parkland on this one. <laughs> I'm going to roll with the park. Yeah, and yeah. part of that is is that I just – Chapin's still young to me. They are, no doubt about it. They are a young football team. Uh, so was Parkland. Yeah, uh, I mean, they lost a lot of folks off that. This is the first time Parkland's going to see this kind of speed. Well, uh, and now that, that is true. That this is, is true. the first time they're going to see uh, this kind of speed. And so it won't be the last time, but it'll be the first time they see this kind of speed. Uh, most teams in El Paso have one or two guys that can run. Chapin's got five. And so uh, it, the, old, the old coordinator is watching that, you know, defense and going, let me find a guy that just ain't got it in the, in the tank, and they're going to go after that person. And so uh, that's why I think Chapin wins that ball game. Nothing wrong with, with Parkland. I just – I'm not sure after losing uh, a couple dudes in the secondary to college and, uh, and all of that um, – I believe that Chapin is gonna just gonna go go air raid on them and throw the ball up and make them chase him. Well, they're gonna have to stop Anthony Carrillo. Good looking little back. I mean, shifty. Um, I mean, we're gonna find out again. Uh, he's gonna see a lot of speed on the field. So yeah. runs that typically were for you know eight, twelve yards may only be three or four because there's a guy coming filling and able to run. Um, you know, so it's going to be an interesting ball game to see, um, you know, the strengths of Chapin against the strengths of uh, of, uh, of Parkland, and many say it's that defense. And so, oh yeah, and that's that's like they always say, defense travels. Yeah, defense is going yeah. defense is going to keep no them in games, and I think that that defense is going to keep that keep them in the game long enough for their offense to do just enough to win. Oh, certainly, certainly. So, I mean, that's why I call it a seven point game, and so. Um, looks like the weather is going to be a little bit cooler, uh, and so um, it's going to be something else. We, we're going to we're going to find out something about both of those teams. The speed of Chapin against uh, really uh, a few of the tough defense of yeah. Parkland, and we're going to find out uh, if they can cover all of those guys. I know yeah. they can cover one or two, but can they uh, can they cover four? And <laughs> that's a little different. Definitely, definitely. Next game, game of the week. Del Valle versus Canyon Teal. Whoo! All right. Uh, boy, we've seen both these teams at their best. Uh, and um, Canyon Teal's schedule has kind of been one where, yeah, boy, they, 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 they've been through it. I mean, they, uh, what Del Valle is going to bring to the table, Canyon Teal is going to be, okay, let's go. Uh, next up kind of mentality. They've seen a lot of tough football teams. Uh, I Boy, this is a tough one. Uh, I believe that Canetillo and Knox are going to be very solid. We're yeah. going to find out, again, uh, a little bit more about Del Valle's, uh, you know, their, their run stoppers. Uh, yeah. They're a smaller team, and so uh, we've seen what Canetillo can do with, uh, in the run game, and so we're going to find out what the Del Valle run stoppers look like. Definitely. Uh, you've got Shelton Fuller, Manny on the back end, who's going to be – you know, uh, holding court in the back end, so I don't see Kenny Teal going down the field a lot deep, but they are going to take their shots. Oh, yeah. They, they, I mean, they, they have the ability to do so. Yeah. Um, 
that game against uh, America, not America's against uh, Pebble Hills. Yeah, they, yeah. they showed a lot, man. They they, they, they showed a lot, and yeah. and I think that game really set them up for the rest of their season, man. I mean. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like you like Canyon Teal. Over here. I, I do like Canyon Teal in this one, man. I, I like Canyon Teal over Del Valle in this one. Man, I'm still. All right, y'all don't hold it against me, but uh, I'm going to go opposite. I'm going to go DV by three. By three. That means it's a barn burner. And somebody's kicking a field goal at the end to win it. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, okay, okay. Next game, Bel Air versus Clint. I'll let you start on that one. I mean, contrary to what a lot, I think this is going to be, it's not going to be a big high scoring game where the Bel Air is in the 60s. I, I don't think that's going to happen. Um, but the flip side to that is, is I don't know if Clint can match up with the speed that Bel Air has. Yep, and I, um, you know, y'all know the deal. Truth and Linda with me, I've I've seen things and what they're doing and what they want to do this week, and um, I think that like last year, the final score of the game was thirty-eight to seven. Uh, it was, I mean, again, Clint's holding the ball, whether to get a first down or not. They're holding the ball the whole game, and so, um, you know, so they may take you know three downs, and you know, three minutes are already gone, and it's fourth and three, and they punt or. You know, it's fourth and two, and they go for it, and then you're going to run another three minutes off the clock with those next three plays. And so um, if Bel Air is fortunate enough to get six possessions in the game, I like a, a same kind of score of last year, a 35-7 to seven, uh, Bel Air type game. That's over at Clint. Yeah. It is over at Clint. Exactly. And so uh, it's always going to be a tough football game. And you just wonder, like you said, um, I saw Clint in – see, I'm a track coach too, bro, so y'all know that. So I've seen them on the track. They got a couple guys that can run. Uh, but kind of like the Chapin game we talked about, Beller's got five. And so one of those five, if you double this one or double that one or whatever, one of those dudes is going to get you. And that's, and that's the tough part. And, and so I'm more excited about the fact that this may be the first game where Bel Air's starters play the whole game. Yeah, and, just because and of what the, you said. The way the game works, yeah. and um, and you're not going to see uh, unless a lot of turnovers come up. But you're not going to see a, you know, 33-35 in the first half from Bel Air. That'd be that means a lot of turnovers have happened on Clint's part. And so, um, while Clint's going to fight really hard and they're going to be really tough, uh, speed is going to very much be a factor in this game. And um, and again. Uh, I don't know how many kids over there are going to be able to go both ways. Yeah. Last year you saw one or two from Clint going both ways. Uh, on the skill side, well, um, you know, again, uh, running up and down the field gets you tired. And so yep. sometimes that does slow down the running game even that much more. Uh, things that you'd break for 30, now they're only getting broke for 8, 10 because you're a little bit tired. Yep. Yep. So I, I like Bel Air in this game, certainly 35-7 to 7, uh, uh, to, to get the victory and move on to the next one. I agree with you. I agree with you there. Then we got number three, Pebble Hills versus El Dorado. I'm going Pebble Hills. Yeah, Pebble Hills by 60. <laughs> I'm going Pebble Hills. <laughs> I'm, I'm just playing. Yeah. No, I'm not. Pebble Hills by 60. Pebble Hills is going to come angry to this oh, football yeah, definitely. game. definitely. They're going to come angry. They're going to come with something to prove. And uh, El Dorado is still trying to figure it out right now. And uh, and no knock on Coach Martinez over there in El Dorado, but 
they just don't have the horses. And I promise you, Pebble Hills is coming with uh, a chip on their shoulder. And uh, this may be the game that they put up at. They're going to put up 50, and not 60, y'all. But they're going to put up 50. I, I think they're going to get after them. I'm, I'm looking for a big game out of Gael. Yeah. Um, right now he's at. 195 yards a game, four touchdowns, but the number that sticks out to me is the three interceptions. Yeah. Uh-huh. He's he's thrown some untimely interceptions, and you got a young secondary over there in El Dorado, and, um, and I'm hearing that uh, one of the young sophomores over there, uh, you know, 6'2 corner, he's uh, may not get as much playing time as we think, and so, um, and he's fast, and, uh, and he can run a little bit, but uh, if he's not out there and he's long, I don't know what Eldo does in the secondary to stop Marcus Tor- uh, Torres, the running back Quarles, the other receiver. I don't, I just don't know what they have to to stop that. Gael's gonna throw for 400 yards at least this week. Yep, it's gonna be a. It's definitely gonna be. I, I'm expecting some big numbers out fireworks, of fireworks, fireworks, fireworks. Then we got Franklin versus Americas. Now. I'm, I'm gonna let you start with this. Well, um, America's is is gonna be salty this week over you know bad taste in the mouth from last week's uh, game, and so Franklin's beat up. Franklin's beat up, and so uh, it is possible that America's could pull the upset. Yeah. Uh, it is possible. Don't be shocked if that happens. Um, I, I like a close game uh, again in this one. Um, Man, I've got two upsets already, don't I? Well, I'm going to go with three. I'm going to go with America's with the upset over Franklin. Uh, they're going to win by six. You know what, man? <laughs> I, I say this every week, man. I am, a, I am a huge fan of Shea Smith. Absolutely. I am a huge fan of Shea Smith. I just don't know if they can win this game. Yeah. I, I don't know. If they, I, I think they're too beat up. Yeah. I, and... I, and America's coming off that loss. I, I just, I, I think this is going to be one of them games where it's going to come down to the end and, and, and who's going to have that ball last. But I'm expecting Mark Moore to step up. This, this Mark game. Moore's going to have a big game this game. Uh, the running game uh, uh, that they've got going over there, the two-headed monster right now with uh, Cameron Johnson uh, leading the way over there for them. Uh, Promise the senior kind of taking a, a backseat a little bit to the young sophomore. But, um, I believe that they are going to go out there with something to prove, and it's over at Franklin. It's uh, Cougar Stadium. It's going to be over at Franklin. Uh, but I believe they're going to come out there ready to go. And, I mean, they are going to uh, – they got to get back in the district race. You can't lose two games earlier. And that's exactly what I was about yeah. to give this. Is in the fact that in the other parties, America's really can't afford to lose this game. No, no. This is, this is, that, uh, this is that game for them. And so – uh, they'll get their time to, you know, kind of get a little lightweight rolling later on. But they have to. This is a must-win for Americans, and I think they get it done. Definitely. Well, that, that's and then Eastwood is off this week, so they have a bye this week, and so that kind of rolls. Um, that kind of sums up the top ten and the schedule for the top ten, folks. We're going to take a quick break right here. We'll be right back. Welcome to another season. Now, I don't, no, we're not talking about the NFL season. We're talking about another season of taking it to the house. The American arrogance cannot find its way back in basketball. He asked 
the nation. He asked anybody who will put a microphone in and anybody who will listen, do you believe? All right, folks, we're back. Um, we're going to go through now and uh, kind of end this. We're, we're going to take a look at some of the players who've stood out thus far. Yeah, some surprises. Us. Definitely some surprises, surprises this, uh, this year, certainly. And so let's start at the quarterback position. Um, Matthew, young uh, Matthew, I'm sorry if I butchered your last name. Don't, don't blame it on the brain, not the heart. Matthew Slosar. Yeah, I like uh, the, uh, the quarterback from Mountain View. 327 yards per game, 10 touchdowns, six interceptions. Mountain you know, View is airing it out. They're airing it out and they're letting it fly. And, um, you know, we're so early in the season to put those kind of average, those kind of numbers, kind of tells you that. Uh, tells you what they want to do down the road. And so the folks in their district better get them, uh, get their DBs ready because yes, they're going to be slinging it all over the field. Uh, I think as you think about for a 4A guy to be leading the, leading the charge and the rest of the quarterbacks, look, y'all, let's just keep it real. Everybody else is doing what they normally do, okay? And so they're right on pace, and by the end of the year, you were, you, what you think is going to happen is probably going to happen. Those guys are going to rise. The normal ones are going to rise to the top. The Evan Menjadez, the Gallo Cho, Marcus Porres, Noah Moreno, you know, all those dudes that were lighting it up last year, uh, you know, they're going to move back up to the top of the ladder like normal Mark Moores. They're all going to be back at the top again. And, and you know what? It just goes to show this, and I say this all the time. There is a lot of talent at the quarterback position here in the city. Oh, no doubt. A no lot. doubt. Well, and watch this. You know the haters out there. You know how they do. They go, ah, it's for a man. It's hard to play football, y'all. I mean, you still got to snap it. You still got to make the right read, and you still got to throw the ball to the right place. And, and so, and there is a defense on the other side. Yeah, defense on the other side. The line's got to block. Man, that's a lot of things to have to go right to Definitely. complete a pass when Definitely. you think about it. So, uh, congratulations to the young man from Anthony. Um, well done. Well, I'm sorry, Mountain View. Sorry about that. Mountain You're jumping ahead. I was jumping ahead. Yeah. <laughs> so, the next on the Russian side, Anthony Carrillo. The There's that. I was peaking, y'all. I was peaking. Uh, <laughs> senior from Parkland, 162.3 yards per game, two touchdowns. Been electric, and we saw the kickoff return, took to the house. I mean, uh, saw him on TV with the interviews and all those things like that. That's what you do. Parkland's been. Uh, historically one of those places in the city that uh, typically always finds a running back. They, they've always got one, and so it looks like they've got one now again this time. So we look forward to seeing how this works out. Definitely. And then the receiver. Now, who was the receiver guy? It was, well, the freshman. It was um, the freshman. Yeah, you know. Carlos I, I, Rojas. The freshman from over there at Riverside. Wow. I mean, he is, I mean, really kind of like the Mountain View kid, yeah. really dominating, uh, going and getting it, uh, putting on a show. And that's what you want from those skilled guys that, man, you're watching, man, they return the punt. Oh, they return the kick. You sit on your seat waiting for those type of special players to, dare yeah. we say, prime time. <laughs> Look, 101 yards per game, five touchdowns in three games. Oh, yeah, just absolutely just lighting it up and, um, again, the, uh, the normal cast of characters are doing their things. The uh, Jude Blancos, the Diego Oaxacas, the uh, Chris Davises of the world, while their numbers aren't up as where they will be, uh, we know by the time they come to the year, it's like the quarterbacks are all going to be where they, they normally are. Uh, but it's great seeing a young crop of guys because it tells you you kind of peek down and you see yeah. – 
uh, next couple of years and few years that uh, El Paso's reloading. And so it's time to learn some of those new names that are coming, that are coming. Definitely, definitely. And so, I mean, those were our surprises um, thus far in the season. Looking forward to what all these, all the student athletes out there are going to do in the next coming games. And um, anything you want to say in closing? Yeah, um, I tell you what, um, we hope that uh, safety, first and foremost, uh, you know, we are, Bowie remains in our prayers for the young yes, man who uh, passed away. And, um, and of course, this is going to be a difficult week. And uh, not only for the school, uh, first and foremost for his family, but uh, the schools had a difficult week and uh, the band members, uh, the players, just everybody, the trainers who were there treating the kid. Uh, really, really, really uh, is a tough week for them. And so our prayers and hearts go out to uh, the folks at Bowie. And so we pray for them and, uh, you know, uh, God's peace and God's grace be upon each and every one of you. Definitely. And so um, I just want to say, our condolences to the family of the Bowie student-athlete, and um, they're definitely in our prayers. But all the other student-athletes out there, keep grinding. Keep doing your thing. Um, we're watching. We're, se we're seeing you. Um, it's a long season. It's a long season. Just keep that in mind. And uh, production does matter. At the end of the day, production does matter. Because yeah. you know, week five, we're going to put our front runners out for the uh, player of the year. So just be on the lookout for that. Also, I need to put this information out so that on the administrative side here. So, folks, we're starting to populate the website. So, if you go to the website now, uh, Fieldhouse Sports, uh, FieldhouseSEN.com, you can get our power rankings, you can get stats, you can get game results, you can get all of that stuff on there. We're going to start doing articles. You're going to start seeing all those things get popular. So, we're populating this. The stats, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's a work in progress. We've got the offensive side done. We'll have the defensive side done before Friday. And it'll be up to date from there. But the schedules are on there. Everything you're looking for as far as keeping up with our student athletes here in the borderland, you can find there on the website. That's and it'll be scrolling across the ticker on the bottom. You can take a look and catch it there. But um, <clears throat> that's it for me, man. I thank you guys. Yeah, what a great time we had this week. And we're looking forward to seeing how the results come out. And, you know, watch out maybe for a special guest on Saturday morning as we kind of go back and uh, review how things went on Friday night. Definitely. It's been another episode of Borderland Sports Report. Be blessed.